Welcome back to Presence and Purpose, a show all about helping you build an authentic online presence and live out your God-given purpose. I want you to be seen and heard by the people who need your message and services most, but I know that seems easier said than done because there's a lot of noise online. I'm your host, Natalie Arndt. I built my brand strategy business back in the beginning of 2018 and quickly learned through trial and error that being yourself isn't a cheesy cliche, but actually the key to building a strong, profitable online brand. Now I help Christian coaches and service providers do the same. I'm here to help you attract the right clients and build a thriving online community with tangible tips, behind-the-scenes stories from women just like you, and lessons learned on all things branding, finding your people, sharing your message, and so much more. Hey friend, how do you continue to move forward in your business when you feel like you just publicly failed and your ego is feeling a little bruised? Maybe you had a launch and you did all the right things and gave it your all, but you still did not see the results that you were hoping for. It can be so discouraging and I totally get it and that is what we are talking about in this episode. I am bringing Veronica Hodenbaugh back on the show. She is a business coach for Christian female entrepreneurs and we're getting really real in this episode and sharing behind the scenes of failed launches on both of our ends, um, how to keep persevering in business, um, and taking a really deep look at um, how we define success and failure. So if you are feeling discouraged, if you are tempted to throw in the towel altogether in your business, because we've all been there, um, get ready for a really good heart check in this episode. We're talking about how to keep moving forward, even when the money or tangible results that you want to see don't seem to be following. The mindset shift that will totally change how you see success and failure, how to examine where you're seeking worth and validation, and so, so much more. So let's jump in. All right. Hey guys, today I am chatting with Veronica again. So Veronica, welcome back. Thank you for having me. It's great to be back. Yes. I'm so excited to have you back. Um, So today we are going to be talking all about, and we have no script. Um, We were just talking about that. We're really just going to see where this conversation takes us. So we are going to be talking all about perseverance and launches and how to just keep going um, because this is definitely, you know, this is a lesson that I have learned um, in recent times and in my almost three years in business. And it's something that you've definitely learned. And it's such an important lesson, like being an entrepreneur and just perseverance and how to keep going. And I think it's so helpful to hear from others, like the not so shiny parts of business too, because I know, you know, in the moments where I've felt like are just those like wall kicking moments, like it is just so frustrating. And it's like, why is everyone, you know, succeeding at this thing? And it's, well, they didn't always succeed. They had moments that were wall kicking too. And then they had the the successes and the stuff that they share publicly. Um, and I know that you and me are very much on the same page in terms of, you know, being authentic and sharing, you know, being transparent um, totally. in business and sharing these things. So I'm really excited to talk to you about 
about all of this, whatever we talk about. <laughs> yes, I'm excited too. It's going to be such a good conversation. Yes. Um, so I guess I'll start out by saying that the reason why this came up and I had reached out to you about um, kind of sitting down to have this conversation is because I recently went through my first ever launch and I did like all the right things and it went really well and I got zero signups and I was like, what just happened? And um, I was actually incredibly grateful after I had the tears and the wall kicking moment of like, this is terrible. I never want to do this again. Um, I was actually incredibly, incredibly grateful that I went through that, you know, frustration and things not happening like I thought they would because I realized I was like, I feel stronger this week than I did last week, you know, going through that and being like, I I had to give myself tough love. And I had a moment where I essentially, you know, kind of slapped myself around a little bit. And I was like, is this something that I want to do? Yes. Is this something that I'm willing to fail at until I succeed? Yes. Okay. So stop it. Like, (laughs) stop it (laughs) and keep going. Stop having, you know, I had to, I had to have a pity party um, about it and get my feelings out and then keep going. And so that's where, that's where I had reached out to you um, just because, you know, you're one of my people (laughs) that I reached out to. (laughs) And we were talking about this and what, what you shared with me, and I would love for you to share whatever you're comfortable with, with, with the listeners about your experience with launches, because that's where, as soon as you started sharing with me, kind of what you've gone through, I was like, people need to hear this. Like, especially for the, you know, the, the more fresh incident with you, with my own business. And, um, like I shared before we hit record, like, I don't even want to do the launch model. It was just something that I was trying. And um, that's definitely something that we can dive into in this conversation too. Um, But I would love if you could kind of share what your experience has been um, with doing launches and just like with this topics of topic of like perseverance and how to keep going. Absolutely. Yeah, I'd be really happy to. And thank you for inviting me to have this conversation because (laughs) this is something that I've talked with so many entrepreneurs, friends like you, clients. Like I have this conversation with people all the time, every week, honestly. Um, But it's not something I've ever talked about more publicly in this kind of format. So I'm excited to have this conversation. Um, I have been officially launching now for the past year in my business. So I've been in business for four years, actually almost five years now. And the first four years was really, you know, one-to-one and and consultations. And I still do all of that. Um, But for the past year, I have been very intentional about launching my programs out into the marketplace. And I think this is, this is just so great to share because my first two launches were exactly what you just described. I did all the right things. I followed a model. I did what I was supposed to do. I showed up. I had a great time. I got great engagement. And they were $0 launches. And I I totally um, just relate to everything that you just said about it being kind of wall kicking, soul crushing a little bit. (laughs) Because, you know, you want to show up and you want to serve people and you want to 
you know, have fun with it, but you also want to see results. You want to see those clients come in. And so after each of those $0 launches, I questioned, should I do that again? Because there's something about getting visible and showing up and it's very obvious that you're in the launch Mm -hmm. and then making no sales. It's, there's a pride thing there that comes in of like, everyone just saw me fail. That's what it feels like. Um, And one of the the huge things that God has been teaching me as I've been launching now over the past year is number one, to to be very aware of that pride of what people think of me in, um, you know, in my perception or like worrying about other people's perceptions of me, right? Because what I was always tempted with was I should stop because I'm putting myself out there and nobody's showing up or not showing up. They were showing up and nobody's buying. And that's embarrassing, right? That's really embarrassing. And I had to really check my heart on, am I showing up only to then be able to celebrate this massive win? Like, you know, being able to go live and be like, you know, the behind the scenes of my 30K launch or whatever, we see this all the time. Is that the only reason I'm doing this? Or am I doing it to truly show up for my audience, serve them, and for the right people? to come into my offers. And so I had to really check my heart. And, and you mentioned that word perseverance, figure out like, is this thing that I still want to keep doing? And if so, what does it look like to keep pressing in, to keep showing up, to keep serving, even when the dollars don't match what I had hoped coming out of a launch? And that can be hard. I mean, launching, no matter what type of launch model you use, launching is work, right? It's a lot of time and effort some obviously more than others, but either way, you're putting your heart and soul out there to serve people and to show up and to make this offer, which can be vulnerable and to not see results can be really difficult. So that was my experience in my first two launches. And I, after that second launch, very seriously was like, I think I'm just going to go back to what I was still getting clients on a one-on-one basis. I was, you know, doing sales calls, still bringing in clients. I was like, well, maybe this launch thing just doesn't work for me. Maybe I'll just keep doing what I'm already doing. Right. Um, And I just, I really went to God on this and was just really praying. And I was like, why am I, why am I going to stop? Am I going to stop because of my pride or am I going to stop because I truly don't believe this is the right thing for my business. And this is important. And I really want your listeners to hear this because there are stopping itself is not a bad thing if that's what you're being called to in your business for example you and i were just having this conversation and you just mentioned it this might not be the right model for you for your personality for your circumstances all of these things and that's totally okay but for me after that second launch the only reason i was going to stop was fear of failure and what people were going to think of me Um, so it's really important to think about why you're actually stopping. Like, are you stopping because, you know, it's not a right fit for you and your business model. It's not a right fit for your circumstances or like, like it was for me after that second launch, am I stopping because of my pride, of my fear of what people are going to think of me? And I'm really, what it really came down to on a heart level was attaching my worth to the performance of my business, which is a really dangerous place to get. Because when we start to decide if my business makes money, then I'm good enough or then I'm worthy. Or when my business doesn't make money, that means there's something wrong with me. We've aligned, especially as Christian entrepreneurs, we've aligned our our worth and our identity in the wrong thing. 
And that's what yeah. I was doing. I was really finding my identity and my worth in the performance of my business rather than in who God says I am. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I realized after a lot of prayer and a lot of resistance to just be, I'm just keeping it really real. I was like, God, I'm not doing that anymore. <laughs> um, after a lot of that, like just really hearing God say, keep showing up. Keep being faithful. We're told over and over in God's word to be faithful to whatever we've been called to in everything that we do to do it for the glory of God. And I realized that at that point in my business, stopping wouldn't be for the glory of God. It'd be for the glory of me, (laughs) right? Right. To keep myself safe. Yes. Oh my gosh. Stopping wouldn't be for the glory of God. It would be for the glory of me. That is like a quotable right there. I love that (laughs) so much. Right. And I'm so glad that you brought that up in terms of like, you know, looking at like someone who has a failed launch or a failed something. And it's like, okay, well, what can I do? Well, yeah, go to God and be like, okay, God, because I definitely did that too. It's like, what do you want from me? Like, you know, in that moment when you're just like frustrated and like bewildered and tired and you're like, I gave this my all. I, you know, I tried and it didn't work. Like, what do you want me to do? Like, I will do whatever you want, but what do you want me to do? Because this isn't working and I don't want to keep doing this if this isn't the thing that you want me to do. And I love that because I very much, again, I did that. And I also felt like, like it was not a sign that I needed to quit my business, even though it's like, like, I think we all, all entrepreneurs have that. Like when things aren't working, it's like, maybe I should just go get a job. No, I don't want to do that. Yeah, but the thought the the thought does occur to me, um, yeah. but it's definitely not what I want to do, and definitely, you know, I know this is where God's calling me to be, and so it's like, yeah, going to God and asking, do you want me to stop? Do you want me to keep going? Like, what do you want yeah. me to do? And yeah, um, and then I also love love the point that you brought up of like, am I attaching my worth to this? Mm-hmm. Um, and even like when you ask that question, it also makes me think about like am I attaching my success to this? Like, am I, am I saying that my business is not successful because I did this launch and I made $0? Um, because just being super real on my end, like that's how I felt. Like when I was like, wow, like, am I not like I'm three, you know, almost three years into business. I can't have a successful launch. Like what is my business then? Like we have these thoughts that come up and I think every single one of us do. And it's like, I think back to actually one of my membership members made this comment. I don't remember how she phrased it exactly, but she made this beautiful comment just pointing out like impact is so much greater than anything than you can measure. So we can look at, we can look at dollar signs, right? Like talking about launch, we can look at the number of people that signed up, the number of um, downloads on our podcast or views group members. I don't know any, any type of like tangible thing that we can look at and we can like attach our success to that. But impact is so much greater than that. And just that, that comment that one of my members made in terms of like, you know, she, she had shared a story specifically of like your, um, you know, your, your obedience showing up in your business has tremendously impacted me and my business. And just like beautifully reminding me of like, there are so many things that you are going to directly impact people and you're never going to have a clue. And I think that's, that's such a great thing to hold on to in the moments when you feel like the the tangible things aren't there, like the money is not coming in or why aren't people signing up for this? Or why aren't people joining my group? It's like, 
I promise you, you're still making an impact, even if it's people silently lurking. Um, (laughs) Like there's always, there's, there's so many silent lurkers, I promise. And it's, I don't know. I don't know if you've had any experiences with that, but I, I think that that is something that's just so helpful to hold on to. Absolutely. And Natalie, I don't know if we've talked about this before, but my signature process that I coach my clients through is called the impact formula. Mm -hmm. And the reason it's called the impact formula is exactly what you just said. Like our goal should be at every level of interaction with future clients, potential clients, group members, whatever it is. Am I making a positive impact in the lives of these people Mm -hmm. and measuring our success against that? And again, not whether or not we see it, right? Like people are not going to always call Like I'm a silent lurker in many groups, right? (laughs) Right? So there are always tons of those, but really, am I, am I making an impact? Will one person's life be changed because I showed up in this way? Will one person be encouraged because I showed up in this way? Will one person be able to take their next step because I showed up in this way? And now I I can speak to this now being a year into launching, I have seen the benefits, not just to me, but to my audience of me being faithful and showing up because I have people who've gone through every single launch that I've done so far, maybe are not even still are not to this day clients of mine, but I see them getting results. I see them moving forward and I'm starting to get those messages of, oh yeah, I've been a lurker. I've watched your last three launches or I've watched whatever and I didn't join, but I want you to know that this is how it impacted me. And for me, that means so much more than just, you know, an immediate return on investment right? Like an immediate, like I launched, I made this much, right? Um, But the other thing that I do want to share really candidly is how my launches have gone since then, because I think that this is still a really good thing for people to see. Um, And I'm not the person who's always just like pouring my numbers out there, but I want to be really, really transparent here and just really honest because I want people to see that like growth is not always linear. So Mm -hmm. I had those two $0 launches and then I went back to the drawing board. Once I decided I was going to go back to the drawing board, and I I did a launch again and I guess I tweaked some things and strategy is always great but I think the biggest thing that changed between launch two and launch three for me was my purpose mm-hmm. and I really want people to hear this is my purpose in launch one and launch two was to make money and I'm there is nothing wrong with making money I'm a business coach I help people make money right there's nothing wrong with it but because that was where I came from that's the perspective I came at my launches when I didn't make money those launches equaled failure and I realized and through the Lord like the Lord showed me this I needed to redefine success and failure mm-hmm. rather than defining it exactly like you just said on some arbitrary metric right I wanted to define it in, instead on impact Right. And again, this is what I teach. So like I had to go back to like, Veronica, why do you do this? And what do you teach your clients? And instead basing it on impact, how many people could I impact? And maybe I would never see that, but was I showing up in such a way that people would get value and launch three felt so different to me. Now I'm I'm not saying that this is like a foolproof way to make more money or launches, but I'm just saying it was so different because I was unattached to the results in terms of money for the first time. Mm-hmm. And I just showed up. I stirred my heart out. I had people literally calling me, like friends who are in my Facebook group, calling me, being like, Veronica, are you sure you're not giving away too much? Like, people should be paying for that. Like, this is so valuable. I'm like, I know, I know. But you know what? Like, if I can give this much away, if people love that and they want to work with me, great. But if not, I want people to truly get transformation out of this launch, like out mm-hmm. of this workshop. And that was my first five figure launch. Mm-hmm. And it was insane to me because I was 
prepared and ready and had accepted that this would be another zero dollar launch but this this like just completely transformed everything for me because my mindset going into this was completely different it wasn't about how much money can i make today it was about how many relationships can i build how many people can i help that maybe in the future will become clients and maybe won't but either way i'm going to be putting out this value and i'm going to be impacting people and we did a 20k launch on this third one so going from zero to 20 was like massive massive like it was a huge shift for me but even more so than the income which was fabulous let's not rush past that to making it to make doing 20k in a launch was amazing but the thing that was bigger for me was i was like i can actually build a business based on showing up serving my people and leaving the results to god mm -hmm. And this is not what the world will teach. The world will be like, this is how you know if you're doing a good job and this is whatever. And, and recognizing that some of those people who came in during that launch were people who watched launch one and watched launch two and signed on with me in launch three. Right. And had I quit after the first two failures, and I'm doing that in air quotes, right? Had I given up after those first two failures, right? I would have not continue to show up for them for those mm -hmm. people who are watching who are quite ready but we're still engaged who are connected who are excited about what i do and on launch three came through we had new people come through as well but um there were people who had been there and like that just was such a reminder to me of like perseverance of faithfulness of you know what like stop attaching your worth and whether or not you'll show up on the results that you see in the moment right we know that we have a god who is working regardless of if we see it or not and the fact that we expect it to be different in our businesses of like oh he must not be working then this he must not be working if i don't see the results it's like let's just like lovingly love you but like can we just go back and read our bibles for a second because there were so many times in god's word when it looked like nothing was happening it looked like there was no progress no results whatever and god is always working he's always doing his thing Mm -hmm. And will we be faithful to continue to show up even if we don't see what we think would be success? Yeah. Right. And it's just like, it's been a massive, massive lesson for me. And it would be really easy to stop the story there and be like, and then from then on, it was just smooth sailing. Then we did 40K and then 100K. And it's just been, and I'm like, let's just keep it real. <laughs> let's just keep it real. Um, we have continued to grow, but growth is not always linear. Our launch right. after that, we did 8K, yeah. right? And again, it would be easy now to change the definition of failure to being less than 20K. Mm -hmm. right because before it was zero that was the mark of failure then we did 20 so it's like now anything less than 20 is a failure right and i had to keep reminding myself 8k is more lives impacted through the work that we do sure it wasn't as many people as the last launch but it was still it was still success because people were impacted in a positive way and i think the biggest thing that i want people to hear out of that is keep showing up keep mm -hmm. showing up maybe the method will change maybe god will reveal to you it needs to be in a different method or a different format but don't let the fear of failure keep you from being visible keep you from impacting lives and keep you from from serving your audience right because that's i mean i've changed my definition of failure to stopping when god hasn't told me to stop yeah yeah, me that's too. my new definition of failure. It's like it's yeah, it's not a failure to stop when God tells you to stop. That's obedience. But my failure, my only failure would be to stop doing what God has told me to do, because that's disobedience. 
Mm-hmm. Right. And I need to continue to obey regardless of what the numbers look like, regardless of how many people join my Facebook group, regardless of how many people comment on a live or a post that I wrote that I thought was going to do so well and didn't. Right. We all have those. Right. But regardless of, of what the numbers or these tangibles look like, will I be faithful to showing up the way God has called me to? If the answer to that is yes, I, that's success. That's success because success is for me now is obedience to God rather than results in terms of metrics. And, and that's freeing. It's freeing in such a massive way because now I can show up with his glory being the agenda rather than my numbers, my Stripe accounts, my feelings, all of these pieces that will fluctuate and change. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so good. I love that you said my new definition of success is obedience. Yeah. And then failure is like you said, stopping when God didn't tell me to stop. And that is totally something that, um, I mean, I was, I I have to read Galatians because that was something that I was like white knuckle holding on to like, let us not become weary and doing good for at the proper time. We will reap a harvest if we do not give up. And I was just repeating it over and over again. Like, I can't give up. Like I am being told by God that I need to keep going. And so I'm going to do that. And I'm going to do this knowing that at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we don't give up. And oh, like I, it's something that that verse never really, like, I think we've all heard it before. Like, let us not become weary in doing good. Like that line, like that, that first part of the verse, it never really like held weight in the same way that it does now like you can really quickly get tired in doing good and showing yes. up and serving and you're like okay but when am I going to benefit from this or when you know like mm-hmm. and and to really understand it in that light is just something that um that I you know will totally continue to hold on to because like I like I said I'm in total agreement with you in terms of like failure is stopping when God has not told you to stop. Failure is giving up, like throwing in the towel. I'm done with this business. It's too hard. My ego is hurt. People saw me fail and now I can't go on. Like, yes. (laughs) And we're all tempted to that. Like, just keep it real. I live down the street from a Walmart and every time I have like a lodge or something that doesn't go well, I just look down the street. I'm like, I could just work there. That would be guaranteed income. And like, it's a joke. It's my, my husband's like, don't look at Walmart. Right. And it's totally a joke. Obviously that's that's not my life goal to work at Walmart, but like, it's just, it can be tempting yeah. to just give up when we haven't been called to. And I mean, and the other side of that is I also, again, because success is disobedience, that can also be moving forward when God's told you to wait. Right. Mm-hmm. And we need to have both sides of this picture and both sides of that coin to have a real definition of this. Yes. Realistically success is obedience, whether God's saying go or God's saying wait. Right. And that's something that I had to learn over time. We've changed up launches to do things that were not as strategically, you know, viable, right. Things that's like, where's the strategy behind that launch? Why would you teach that instead of what you were doing before? And it's like, because as I prayed about this, this is how I'm being led, right? And, right. and some, and this is one of the things that differentiates us as Christian entrepreneurs. It's like, yes, I, like, I believe in and love strategy. Like again, the business coach and trainer in me is like strategy. I love it, right? But also having that strategy open-handed to the Holy Spirit being like, this is what works, like humanly speaking, is that what you want me to do? Right. And we have done launches that made no strategic sense and 
like the results out of that and the impact, like not even talking about the dollars for a minute, but the impact on people being like, that changed my life yeah. for the glory of God is that has to mean more to me than just another client. Right. right. Um, and trusting that God knows exactly what I need. And sometimes it like, I'm like, I need a 50 K launch. And he's like, that's what you like. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, we're bringing it back to like, when you have the conversation with your kids of like wants yes. versus needs, like, yes, yes. <laughs> yep. but they think that they, what, what we think as children, right. That we need more than anything. Our parents can see, I understand why you want that, but that's not actually good for you. And I think you and I had this conversation as well. When we were talking about this back when you did your launch, if I hadn't had those first $0 launches mm-hmm. and I had gone straight to a 20K launch, that would have been textbook, super fun, exciting, but I, it would not have grown me. Like, first of all, in my faith in God, my understanding that his way is better than my way. And in just reliance on the fact that he knows what I need to be doing in my business and I'm going to trust him rather than the results. Mm-hmm but also has grown me as an entrepreneur mm-hmm. because as an entrepreneur, we know that it's not a linear path. Like first you make 20 K then 30, then 40, then 60, then hundred. Like it's just, that's not how it works. Yeah. Entrepreneurs need to be okay with getting the no's to get to the yeses. That's just kind of how it is. And, yeah. and that grew me and I'd like toughened me up a little bit as an entrepreneur where now, like if I did a launch tomorrow and we made $0, it would not crush me. Right. Right. And I wouldn't have, I wouldn't be there and that wouldn't be okay with me had I not gone through it, been through it, realized, oh, I'm still alive. I'm still good. <laughs> right. And been able to continue moving forward. Is that my goal? Absolutely not. I got huge goals, right. but, but I'm okay with, with the results and I, I will work my hardest and I'll put everything into it, but it's toughened me up a little bit to be like, okay, things are going to happen. There's going to be seasons that things don't work and we're going to keep persevering keep pressing forward, keep doing what we need to do and keep glorifying God as we do it. And that, um, that's transformed everything in the business. It's given me more freedom to be visible. I'm not afraid of showing up. I'm not afraid of failing. Like I'm on here telling you guys I've had $0 launches. Like I never would have had this conversation with you a year ago. (laughs) Right. And you know what? Like, I know, I know that I had told you this back when this was fresh for me. Like I immediately, as I kind of like slapped myself around. I was like, okay, I'm going to keep going. And I was like, I should share this. And I know it was like a a God idea of like, you should share this. And I was like, yeah, I should. No, I shouldn't. Like, what are you doing? (laughs) But then I realized I was like, I, and this is what I know. I told you this. And I told one other friend too. I was like, if I had had a five figure launch, you can bet I would be going and sharing kind of like you said earlier, like behind the scenes of my, like you could have gone and been like behind the scenes of my 20 K launch. Like, like we see people do all the time, do that all the time. And I've listened to stuff like that. And it is really cool to hear their insights or like, you know, for example, the thing that you shared about, like, you feel like that big, um, shift for you between your second $0 launch and then the 20, 20K launch was shifting, like, what is my idea of success and failure? And I'm yes. going for impact. Like, those things are really valuable. So I'm totally not knocking that. But then there's also those moments, which is what I had of if I had a successful, again, air quotes, yes. launch, I would be shouting it from the rooftops. Here's how yeah. I did it. Right. And then I was like, 
oh my gosh, but I need to share the, again, quote unquote, failed launch because Mm -hmm. I don't think it was a failure at all, but it was a $0 launch. And I want to share that. And I feel called to share that. And it's also a huge value of mine. Like this is kind of what this podcast is all about is like sharing the real stuff. Like, is it, is it always easy to share the stuff personally? No, like we could easily both be like, nope, we're just not going to, we're just going to kind of glaze over that that part. But I think it's so valuable to hear because it just, it, I don't know. I think we all go into online business with unrealistic expectations mm-hmm. and then it's kind of like a, a you know bumpy ride of your ego getting bruised <laughs> and all this stuff as you're kind of settling into like okay this is what entre- entrepreneurship really is that yeah. is not that is a very shiny picture of online mm-hmm. business that I came into this game yeah. like you know having these expectations that it's going to work out this way and I'm going to jump yeah. in and I'm going to do all the right things and of course that's just kind of how we are trained, are programmed as we grow up to think that if you, if you get all A's on your test, you're going to, you know, get a scholarship to college. Or if you do all the right things and follow this launch plan, you will have a successful launch. And so it's just realizing also that like, that's not really how life works. And so, um, it's totally an important lesson, which is why I love that we're having this conversation. Um, and also something that you said about just like, obviously it was a huge growth experience for you. I feel very Mm -hmm. much the same way. And I actually just this morning was starting, um, a 14 day study on waiting and just like the, the summary page, like I haven't even dived into it yet. Um, but the, the, kind of intro page about the study was just mentioned this beautiful point about like these seasons of waiting or in the valley or like this, you know, kind of discouraging moments. Um, that is where the fruits of the spirit are grown and that's where faith is grown. And those are the moments like, like when you're down there in the valley and feeling so like everyone's up there and I'm down here and I'm, you know, having my pity party. It's just so, that's another thing that's so helpful to remember is like, there is purpose where I'm at right now in, you know, in my failure or whatever I'm, you know, down on myself about, like this is where the faith is grown and the fruits of the spirit and the perseverance. And, um, and I thought, you know, just as we're in this conversation, I was like, man, that was such a timely reminder. Um, Mm -hmm. Because it's so easy to say, like, there's purpose in every season. But then like, when you're in those moments, it's like, yeah, it really doesn't feel like it, you know? (laughs) Do I need this purpose? No, I don't. (laughs) I'm not sure I really, I need whatever purpose (laughs) I'm supposed to get from this, right? Um, And I don't know if you ever listened to Elevation Church. I've been loving Stephen Furtick's sermons recently. I'll like listen, have, you know, the podcast playing while I'm cooking dinner Sunday nights. That's kind of my thing now. And, and one of the recent sermons that I listened to, um, it was called when they found out and he was talking about like, you know, kind of the same idea of like, like, don't die in the Valley. Like, do you want to find out what God's going to do? Or like, do you want to die here? (laughs) Like, kind of thing, which is a dramatic example, but it's, it's like, do I want to stop here in this discouraging Valley moment of, um, 
you know, not quite there yet. And I'm frustrated. And again, going back to what you said about like, if I gave up right now, why would I be giving up? It would be giving up because of fear, because of my bruised ego yeah. or whatever it is. Um, not because you're really being obedient. And I was like, oh yeah, I don't want to die in the valley. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that just reminds me so much of Psalm 23, right? That's like talking with the Lord being our shepherd. And even though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, and now this isn't just talking about launches, guys, obviously this is like life, right? right. Life will have valleys and um, those kinds of things. But it says, I will fear no evil for you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. And I've always found such com comfort in Psalm 23, recognizing that, you know, God's word tells us that we're going to go through valleys. Like it's, it's not like life is going to be perfect all the time. If you're the perfect Christian, that, that, that one, no such thing as a perfect Christian. We are saved by grace through faith, but also like, we're going to have hard times, but knowing that God is walking with us through those, he hasn't deserted you. He hasn't left you alone. He hasn't forgotten about you. He's right there with you. Right. And maybe, maybe we're not reaching out to him. Like maybe we're not praying and trying to see him in that, but he is there and going back to him and say, God, how, how do you want to grow me through this trial? How do you want to grow me in this valley or on the mountaintops? I think it's so easy to forget like that God's there in those two. God, how do you want to grow me after this 20K launch, 30K launch, whatever it is? you know, what do you want to do in and through me in that as well? Because ultimately, like, we're not just entrepreneurs to be entrepreneurs. As Christian entrepreneurs, everything that we do is to grow us to be more like Jesus Christ, including our businesses, including every launch, including everything that we do. Mm -hmm. And so recognizing that um, there's a deeper purpose, like you said, for everything that we go through, whether it's that valley experience or those high, those high mountaintop celebration things, um, really pressing in and saying, God, how do you want to grow me in this? Because I think that's, that's the best that we can get out of everything that we go through in life, not just in business, but in life, is to become more like Jesus in everything that we do and everything that we experience. I mean, that is like the ultimate success, right? Um, and to grow in him. And so recognize that, you know, if you're in a season right now, like speaking to whoever's listening, if you're in a season right now where it looks like nothing is working, it's not coming together for you. I want to just encourage you, like, have you gone to the Lord on that? Have you gone and asked him what, what he would have you to learn, where he would have you to go, right? And if you are on a mountaintop experience and everything's going super well, are you forgetting to go back to him, want to thank him because he's the giver of good gifts, but also to ask him, okay, how do you want to grow me in this mountaintop? Because ultimately that's the best you can get out of everything you do. Yes. Yes. I love that. Um, I love that a lot. Um, and I kind of want to like circle back to something that we touched on before in terms of like, like you said, for someone that's listening and feeling like nothing's working, like that is mm -hmm. absolutely step number one is to go to God and ask him, what do you, you know, what do I need to learn here? Like, regardless of, of, um, kind of where they're at. And then also this point that we touched on before, I would love to just kind of expand on it in terms of like, you are allowed to change. Um, just because you started doing something one way doesn't mean you have to keep going. And so even if that's, even if that's the thing, um, because I'll just speak from, you know, my experience with my first ever launch, which was a $0 launch. And I very much knew that I need to keep going and perseverance was the thing that I, I kid you not, there was like that one week after the, you know, cart closed. And then I was seeing Galatians nine or six, nine everywhere. Like 
everywhere. <laughs> and I was like, okay, <laughs> yes, I get the message. Thank you. I will keep going. But for me, it was, I'm going to keep going, but I'm going to keep going in a different way because I'm realizing that, um, this isn't even the right thing for me. And so I would just love to talk about that, like that changing. Cause like I said, I realized yes, I need to keep persevering and moving forward. I'm definitely not called to get out of business. I am called to focus and gain momentum and keep going. But it was also a lesson for me in live launches are not the thing for me right now. Mm -hmm. Looking at, you know, outside of, you know, taking a step back from my business and I was looking at, okay, like, you know, I think we always go back to like, what's my why? Like, why am I doing this business? Like, I want to be obedient to God. I also started this business because I wanted to be present with my family, which is my daughter and really, you know, be more present with her and honor that relationship. And we're doing homeschooling this year for the first time. And so for me, it was like, oh, I went into this wanting to create something that was more automated. And then for me, that was looking at, okay, well, I'm going to make this an evergreen thing. It's not going to be a live launch model. It might occasionally involve doing some live workshop or, or challenge or whatever. But for me, this change that I need to make is evergreen because that is where things were off for me. Um, and I think, I don't know, I would love to hear from you your thoughts on just like, why change is so hard because I think I don't know it it might you know I think part of it is definitely the ego thing like we talked Mm -hmm. about like once we started doing something we feel like but we've got to keep doing it especially if you're someone like me who identifies as someone who used to be I'm trying to choose my words very carefully Mm -hmm. I used to be the kind of person who would start things and never finish them Mm-hmm. And I would just like speak that over myself and be like, I start things and I don't finish. And I, so right. like for me to intentionally focus on like, I'm going to see this through, I am not going to quit things. Like sometimes yeah. it's good to quit things if it's, if it's <laughs> meaning that you need to shift and pivot in your business. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, that comes back to what we were talking about earlier, like you said, of my, my new definition of success is mm-hmm. obedience. Right. And sometimes, oh, like sometimes God will tell you, stay the course. I know it's hard. Stay the course. Keep doing the thing. And other times, like you'll be led to pivot. Right. Or, or to wait or I mean, there's no box on what God can tell us to do. Right. And I think that's that's the part that's really important is there's a difference between being a quitter and pivoting. Like there, there just is a difference between those. And, and the big thing I would say is like, are you doing that based on fear or based on obedience and faith of like, okay, this is where God has called me in this season. Right. And that's kind of the big difference is like, I, and I, I ask my clients this all the time. Okay. Is this change that you want to make in your business based on fear? Is it a reaction, right? Are you reacting to an external circumstance and then making a change? Cause you're afraid of, you know, not getting the clients, not getting the results, whatever the case may be. Or is this a decision based on faith after time with the Lord, praying through, looking at your business, you know, getting help. Like my client, I'm a coach, right? So my, my clients will come to me and we'll talk through and pray through these things together, right? Is that how you're making this decision out of faith and out of, you know, obedience to God or out of fear? 
Because yeah. that's, that's ultimately what's going to show you where your heart is. If you are reacting, you're making changes based on a reaction to something, right? Uh, and like strictly, like we do react to things, but I mean, strictly based on, oh, that didn't work. I need to change it now. And that didn't work. I, I need to change it or that worked. So I need to do, you know, like that kind of frantic decision making yeah. Yeah. based on results. You're probably doing that based on fear. And that's not a good reason. That's not based in obedience. However, what you're talking about is doing something, trying something, and then going for God and being like, okay, this is what I saw with that. Is this the direction you want me to continue? And he's like, you know, giving you some clarity on that. Mm-hmm. And, and that's why it's like the definition isn't of success isn't just to keep going, it's to be obedient. And sometimes being obedient means pivoting. I have had so many pivots in my business and really like it's tempting to think and I want to just touch on this too it's tempting to think that when we have to pivot it's because we made a mistake previously yeah and I just want to say like one of the things and sometimes that is true sometimes we've made a mistake we need to go back to our purpose or back to originally what we've been called to but other times it wasn't a mistake at all it was a stepping stone and I want to encourage someone today who's like, I've had five pivots in a row. Have I just been making all of these mistakes? And they're feeling like paralyzed. Cause like, am I going to make another mistake? Go, go to God on this. I'm not telling you, I don't know your situation, but I realized more often than not for me, a pivot was because I had a stepping stone. I had an area where I needed to grow before I was going to be ready for the next thing. For example, I needed to have a few zero dollar launches before I was ready to faithfully steward a $20,000 launch. Right. right. And so it, it wasn't necessarily that I had made a mistake in those first two launches. It was that I needed to grow to be ready for what was next and, and to pivot into that next launch. So understand that, like, again, it all goes back to the same thing, but go before God and say, where, what is the next step you would have me to take? I love the verse in, in Psalm 119 that talks about God's word being a lamp to our feet and a light onto our path. I love the imagery there of actually taking steps according to where God leads you. And and we need to do that in our businesses as well. And sometimes the steps will continue straight and sometimes they'll veer off and you're like, whoa, where are we going? Right. That's a pivot. And like, okay, but we're following God in where he calls us to go. And, and recognizing that, like you said, sometimes we need to veer off to go to the next thing that he has for us and, and to be faithful in following and obeying him in that. And I mean, I've had a million when we can have a whole podcast episode about pivots (laughs) I've had a million and sometimes those have been faithful pivots where I was following the Lord and other times those have been frantic pivots where I have changed things based on my own human understanding and those ones never go well right right well and that brings to mind the verse um of like lean not on your own understanding yeah you always acknowledge him and he will make your path straight and yes um even that question, which I love, and I've heard it phrased different ways in terms of like, is this change, is this decision that you're, you know, considering making, is it based on fear or is it based on faith? I've heard people ask it in terms of like, when you think about this, just like close your eyes. Like, do you feel, does this decision feel light or does it feel heavy to you? Do you feel that frantic energy when you think about like, I've got to do this and I've got to do this, or is it like ease and like, peace, like the peace that surpasses all understanding. And you're just like, I feel at peace with this decision. Um, it's not what I was expecting, but I feel at peace. If I'm feeling frantic, like that's a red flag. Um, and also I've heard it as, um, like making decisions based on, is it desolation and consolation just in terms of like, 
you know, are you close to God or are you like pulling away from him right now? Are you mm-hmm. far from him? Um, and regardless, it's just, I, I think that I know that's been a game changer for me thinking about like, yes. when I'm making this decision, is it something that I've really been, I've really been leaning into God and I just, mm-hmm. this idea just keeps coming up. And so I'm going to go with it. Or is it, I have been, um, I know I've shared this on the podcast before, I will get in zones because I'm human, where rather than really doing my daily quiet time, leaning into my favorite podcast sermons that I love and stuff, I get into the zone of maybe skimping on quiet time and listening to a ton of business podcasts, which there's nothing wrong. This is a business podcast. Yes. But, you know, like where, where your focus is and when I'm in that zone of focusing on, I'm kind of obsessing over my business and business strategy and I'm not spending enough time leaning into God's word and spending time with him and, and hearing from him, um, then those decisions are not great decisions. And that those are definitely stepping stone decisions of like, (laughs) all right, I needed to learn this lesson. Um, Right. Yeah, that that's been a huge game changer for me. And yes, I and, agree completely. Yeah, yeah. What you said about like, I, like I feel the same way in terms of what you said of the zero dollar launches. And for me, I just needed that fresh reminder of like, is this something that I really want to do in the long run? And of mm-hmm. course, it's because I feel I you know I want to do this because I'm like, yes, this is where I feel like God's calling me. Like I'm not done here. Like this isn't yeah. this isn't chapter closing. It's time to move on. It's right. something that I'm really committed to. And I think I I guess at least for me, I very much felt like um a test. I don't know if I want to use that word, but in terms of mm-hmm. like like are you really committed, Natalie? Like are you really committed to being obedient and doing this thing that I've called you to do? Or are you just like in it for the successes and right. you know, those mountaintop moments? Um and I think having those fresh reminders are always a little painful <laughs> or a lot painful. Absolutely. <laughs> but but like so necessary because it like yeah. it gives you that fresh dose of, you know, faith and commitment and like, yes, I am in this and I am, I want to be obedient and I'm committed Mm -hmm. to this, whatever you want me to do, God, you know, I'm committed. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm obedient. Yeah. And I think like, even just like the name of your podcast just lends so well to the conversation we're having right now about presence and purpose. Like, are we coming back to why we're doing what we're doing, the purpose behind it, who we're doing it for? Like, all of these things, like it's, it's harder as much as we wish it was the other way around. We don't think about that as much when we're having all of the success, right? Like when we're having all of the, the metrics are working in our favor, let's put it that way. You know, all the money, all the, the clients, whatever, we're not necessarily thinking about purpose and why we've been called and doing that deeper heart work as we have to do when things aren't going our way, when we're tempted to give up, when we're tempted to just throw in the towel, right? Right. We we're, we're going to do that. And it's like that in all of life. Like, let's just take this bigger than business for a minute when, you know, your family situation or your job situation isn't going the way that you want it to. It's when you have to go back to God and be like, can you please like, help me remember why you have me here or what you want me to do in this scenario. Because as humans, you're right, we're more prone to, you know, press into him in the hard than when mm-hmm. things are going super well. And so I think sometimes we have to experience these things in order to, like you did say test, you know, that we are persevering and being 
faithful and showing up and doing what God has called us to do. So that when those successes do come, if he chooses to bring those, like we're able to then, like I said earlier, steward that. If my first launch had been 20K, I would have probably moved forward doing it in my own strength. And that wouldn't have served me well, it wouldn't have served my audience well, and it wouldn't have served the Lord well. We're having those first two, by the third one, I was like, whatever you want, God, whatever you want. And and, he, and we did have this incredible launch, um, but my, my mindset around it was so different. It was like, God did that, I'm doing it in his strength, I have to show up the way he wants me to, where if I had done that the first time around, I don't know that I would have done that well. So, I mean, it's just a great reminder of the fact that he grows us and molds us and, and makes us more like him and, and grows as entrepreneurs as well as, through the failures as much as through the wins. Yeah, absolutely. And it's like, we're surrendered, like completely surrendered. Yeah. I think of like my dog, like he likes when he's like really relaxed at night and everyone's home, he'll sleep like belly up, like legs flailed <laughs> yes. out. Like, and I, I feel like, like we are only that truly surrendered when we're in those down moments of like, whatever you want, God, like I surrender, like, and then like, unfortunately, I, that's just kind of seems to be the reality because, you know, we're human of, um, it's like the, like I always say, it's kind of like the bittersweetness of those kind of moments where it's like you do get really close to God and you are fully surrendered. But unfortunately, it often takes those moments that are really, really hard to go through yeah. and, um, you know, to get to that place of full surrender or yeah. fresh surrender or whatever it is, resurrendering that thing. Um, yeah. So what, if there's like, we, we talked about so many things in this conversation, but if yeah, there's like seriously. one thing that you want women to really remember or take away from this conversation, what would it be? Man, like you said, we talked about so much, but I think like the, the thing that kind of sums this all up is we need to redefine success and failure. Mm -hmm. And, and I think like specifically from a biblical perspective, like is a failure or success about numbers or all of those things, or is it about obedience, about being faithful to whatever God has called you to do? And again, this like transcends business, right? Like mm -hmm. this is in your marriage, this is in your finances, this is in your parenting, this is in business, right? It's all of these things, but is, are you defining success as doing what God has called me to do, as being mm -hmm. obedient to what God has called me to do? Because when that is your, when that is your marker, of success, it changes the game. It changes the game completely because you're not tying your worth or your identity or all of, to, to things that are going to change and fluctuate and really have nothing to do with you. Instead, you're tying it to, God, I'm going to be faithful. I'm going to be faithful, right? And, and having that as your marker of success, it just, I mean, it's changed everything for me. I know it's changed things for you. It just following God is a win. <laughs> yeah. Following God and doing it his way is a win, whether or not it looks like it on the outside. And so I think my biggest encouragement would be change your definition of failure. Your definition of failure is not a dollar amount. It's not a follower count. It's not a like count, right? It's not any of those things. It's obedience and faithfulness to what God has called you to do in your life. And when that is your standard, it'll change everything else for you. Absolutely. And it's like we all you know, I'm sure all of us go into business with that mentality, but to have that heart check and be like, okay, yes, I'm saying with my words that this is what I'm after, but is it really? Yes. And just having that really good 
heart check. Yes. Um, I say good because it's it's a great outcome, but it it doesn't feel good like we've talked about. Yeah, um, it's oh, it's yeah. hard. It's hard work to um, you know really ask those questions and really dig deep. Um, mm, that's so good. Well, thank you so much for having this conversation. This was just like, oh, like I got goosebumps so many times because I'm like, this is so good. Um, can you tell the listeners where they can find you if they want to connect with you online? Yeah, absolutely. My favorite place to hang out is in my Facebook group. It's called Scale for His Glory. We are completely focused on building businesses for the glory of God and the service of others. And so if that is something that appeals to you and excites you, come on over and join us at scale for his glory and i'd love to get to know you yes and i will put the link in the show notes so that they can click on over and come join you amazing thanks so much natalie it's great chatting with you yeah you too thank you thank you so much for listening if you've loved this episode head on over to itunes and leave a review it means the world to me but more importantly it helps more women find and benefit from this show And if you're not already plugged into the Presence and Purpose Facebook group, come join us. I want you to get plugged into the community and get the support you need because we're not meant to do this whole business thing alone. Until next time.